Hello, I'm Victoria. And I'm Johnny. Welcome to Tasty Pages. A podcast for people who love cookbooks, food, and cooking. Each week, we'll discuss a featured cookbook from our popular Cooking the Books Instagram page. We'll also discuss the dishes that we made and rank the book in a variety of categories. Including food photography and styling, degree of difficulty, and of course, taste. The conversation is always unscripted, unedited, and uncensored. Spoiler alert, Victoria likes to swear. (laughs) All of this takes place in our living room in the heart of Minneapolis. Oh yeah, we also have a featured show topic with contributions from our listeners, and we end each episode with a lame food-related joke. Usually very lame. Hey now. (laughs) Join Join us for for Tasty Tasty Pages. This week's featured cookbook is... Our Favorite Cookbooks of 2021. Howdy, Johnny. Hey, Happy New Year, Victoria. Happy New Year. Hey, what'd you do? <laughs> the same thing you did. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was there, remember? Yeah, we actually had kind of a, a mellow New Year. It was really low-key. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't want to be in, in any COVID crowds or anything. Yeah, so we... Uh, People breathing all over us. We got together with my oldest dearest best friend yeah, over in her family mm-hmm. um just had like a ni- nice little nosh yeah couple drinks went home we were home by midnight before, to ring in the new year before midnight yeah and then we, we we thought it was important to toast um our new place mm-hmm. um you and i with with the dog because mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of the big thing that happened to us this year yes was the move to Minneapolis and our new place, and we wanted to properly christen it. Yes. So there. <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> that might have happened too, but that was after midnight. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners. Come on now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what happened. That's my story. Are you sticking to I it? I am. Okay. Um, what else have we been got, got going on? Um, well. I feel like we kind of went off the rails a little bit this month with like d- <laughs> drinking a lot, eating a lot of garbage. So as you do in December, yes, in the holiday um, season. So we're going to do a dry January and vegetarian January. So yeah, yeah and uh, you think our bodies can handle it? Absolutely. Maybe the shock—they'll just they'll just break down no no my body is like please get me back into fighting form oh you know what else i'm doing well i think you're gonna do it too at the gym they have this uh beauty angel 7200 machine sounds (laughs) sounds pretty uh pretty impressive huh you know what it does it's it's red light therapy infrared therapy so I'm, I'm going to start a, a 12-week intensive red light therapy session. It's supposed to be good for the skin, mm-hmm. help with aging, mm-hmm. build up collagen. Don't buy any of the collagen products, though, because that's bullshit. It cannot be absorbed through your skin. That's what you were saying. They're just trying to make your take all your money. But the lady on the video said... Yeah, the lady on the video can shove it. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what I forgot to do? What? Sell to our listeners and, and, and pimp what we do here. Oh. At Tasty Pages headquarters. Sure. So uh, let me back up for just a second and take care of some housekeeping. If you go to our website, which is wecookbooks.com, you'll see a tab there that says store, and that will direct you to our Amazon.com affiliate page. We've got a few lists there. Uh, kitchen Essentials for the Home Cooks, 
as well as cookbooks and a new category, Fun Food Finds, featuring the best original products that we love and use. Uh, we are not uh, endorsed by any of these products. We don't get paid by them. They're just fun things that we think you should know about if you don't already. And if you make a purchase from any of those lists, uh, you'll get something cool. It won't cost you anything more. We'll get a few pennies in return. I think at this point you can stop calling it a new category. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's been it's been up there for a while. It has been, <laughs> and, it, and we're keep we're adding to it. Um, so yeah, thanks for your support. Thanks for everyone that's made a purchase. Every little bit helps, and we really appreciate it. Um, what else do we got going on? Uh, we are we just finished up a new book, um, Treasures of the Mexican Table by Patty Jinich. Yeah, right uh, under the wire, mm-hmm, twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Um, and next we are our next book that we are starting tonight. Yes, is Ma- Mumbai Modern by Amisha Gurbani. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's and vegetarian, it's vegetarian, Indian, which Indian is perfect. Yeah. Um, shall we tell? the listeners what we are drinking Ooh, we we can we took down our christmas decorations too <laughs> yeah as you do before the new year if you're one of those people that leave them up like well into january or february you're doing it wrong well it's funny because we usually take ours down on the 26th we're like well christmas is over yep. let's let's de-christmify the house yep and we left them up until january 1st yeah so and now we're going to be sweeping up tinsel and sparkly stuff. Oh, the amount of the amount of the glitter on the months. floor was insane. We had to vacuum it. And Have we talked about the uh, when we lived in Chicago? There was the five dollar haircut place on the corner that would get uh, Christmas signage and stuff painted on their windows. And they never took it down. Oh, I think and, they did it once five years ago yeah. and it has stayed They want to get their money's the worth. Entire. And so we'd drive by in July when it was like 90 degrees out. That's Fahrenheit to everyone else in the world. Um, and it, they, it would say like, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. There's like holly painted <laughs> in the window. And we'd just look at each other and be like, Merry Christmas. But, you know, then they, they were early for the following year. They, they already had it done. They already had it ready, ready to go. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I made some uh, magic energy bites. Sure, today. you did. Today, there might be a little cannabis in them. Mm-hmm. I'm just just letting you know. Mm-hmm. Just throwing it out there. And uh, I, I started a shrub. For those who don't know, it's a it's a, it's the base for a mocktail that is based on sugar and fruit and. Um, Vinegar. Looking so forward to having it. It takes a few days. It takes a couple days. So we'll we'll report back next time how it is. And as we stumbled into twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, I should say, and and switched to dry January mode, we're still having a, a mocktail. Mm-hmm. What'd you make for us? Um, I made for me. I made a hibiscus rose hip, and yours is. Lemon rosemary. It's delicious. It is. Yeah. You barely miss the alcohol. Mm, I wouldn't go that barely. far. Barely. I, I, I could use a little vodka in there, but I'll, I'll live. I'll manage. Um, and then most importantly, what are we having for dinner tonight? We are doing a winter citrus and roasted beet salad with paneer, 
near nugs <laughs> and an orange fennel vinaigrette. That just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yes, it does. Very concise recipe title. <laughs> uh, but that's from Mumbai Modern, the book we will be starting this week. Um, all right. Well, this is a little different format because uh, the listener question is also kind of the main topic of this podcast. Uh, so we asked the listeners what was their favorite cookbook of 2021 we got a lot of great uh contributions Mm -hmm. so thank you for that let's start with those and then we'll uh jump into ours now we're gonna have a top 10 list that we'll publish on our website blog at the time this airs and then we're just gonna discuss the top five here on this podcast little little teaser for you top five you want to see the whole top 10 go to the website yes all right Okay, so the first one is from at K underscore M Lay, and they said Baking with Dory yeah. by Dory Greenspan. And we, we didn't get that one, did we? Mm-mm. No. So we, we, that one's still on our, on our list. Um, at Longcore Bakes uh, said Zahav, which is the book from Michael Sol- Solomonov that came out in 2015. So it must have been a recent discovery for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Kathy Schamendiger said, anything by America's Test Kitchen. Sure. Anything that we've worked through by them has always been like really solidly researched and tested and very reliable. Truth. Uh, at the cookbook shelf said, uh, because uh, they had a baby, they did Simply Julia by Julia Tertian. And said, simple and great writing. That's another one I want to check out. Yes. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of Tertian's writing. Yep. Agreed. Uh, Loving Spoonful said, No Crumbs Left by Terry Turner. And it was released in 2019. I don't think I know that one. It's a, it's a Whole30 book. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I had to look it up, too, because I wasn't familiar with that. But I'd, I'd be curious to check it out. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, at Merlene 7 said... OTK Shelf Love by Yotam Otolenge. Maybe we'll be discussing that later. Possibly. <laughs> little teaser. Uh, <laughs> at Fork Knife Newsletter said Italian American Red Sauce Classics and New Essentials. And that's by Angie Rito. Um, heard of it? Haven't seen it. Haven't uh-huh. paged through it. No. I'm not I'm not into the stereotypical Italian food with the pasta and the red, you know. Yeah, not your preference. It's, it's not my preference. I get it. Uh, so it's it's not something that I would seek out. Yeah, we don't eat a lot of what you would be would be considered like traditionally Italian food. If, if we're like, talking about more Mediterranean Italian food, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sure. Uh, at kitchen bookshelf said a tie between Cook Real Hawaii uh, by Sheldon S- Simeon. And for those of you who don't know, he was on Top Chef. Yep. Uh, And Treasures of the Mexican Table. By By Patty Jinich, Mm -hmm. which we just finished. Yes. Um, And then there was a last-minute entry that I wrote down. It's at Friends with Food Pod. Uh, They said Eating Out Loud by Eden Grinchpan, which came out in 2020. That was actually on both of our Mm -hmm. lists last year. Mm -hmm. It's a great book. Good choice. Yes. Glad you discovered it and glad you enjoyed it. All right. Should we should we dive into our picks? Yes. You want to just start at five and we'll kind of volley back and forth tennis style? Yes. Okay. Okay, but I want to say something. I uh, 
I was really waffling whether or not to just do books that came out in 2021. And I kind of made the decision that I would include, if there was a book that we did this year, I was going to include it. Okay, that's fair. And yeah, and I guess we don't have any like very strict rules regarding this list um, other than to say, you know, most of what we review are going to be like recently released books, Uh but there are times when maybe we didn't receive something until, you know, months later and then we decided to feature it and, you know, just depending on on that. um, So I think in my top 10 I had two books that were originally in there that came out um, prior to 2021. Okay. And then, so I kind of made a list of, you know, not only those, but then I I substituted two books in that came out in 2021. But my top five was the same. Okay. So all the the ones in my top five came out in 21. Okay. How about yours? I had one that was, that came out in 2020. Okay. So. Well, let's start with number five. What'd you have for your number five? Uh, Everyone's Table by Gregory Gorday. He was also another Top Chef alum. Yes. He's charming as hell. Yep. Um, and his book, it, it uh, what I really like is that it focuses on really healthy, healthy recipes. One of the main things that I noticed about his book was that he... And it's a huge thing for me is, and I know I've talked about it before, is like salad dressings. He doesn't really, he didn't really use oil. He used like lime juice and uh, fish sauce. Um, And a lot his food uh, showcased his Haitian heritage, but Mm -hmm. it it also was kind of global, you know, with French and Asian. Everything, every recipe that we made from the book was solid. Mm-hmm. So, and I, 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 I liked hearing his story, learning more about his story and his narrative. And he, he just seems like a, a very friendly guy. I mean, that's neither here nor there. He could be a complete ass and I would still like his book. Right. So, yeah. All right. What about you? That one just barely <gasps> missed my list. Ah, yeah. Okay. That it was it was a definitely a contender, and I really enjoyed that book. Oh, and also, yes, we we have not discussed these lists with each other. Yep, we have not. I per have, usual, <laughs> I think the first time we did this in it, it must have been the books for 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, our lists were like identical except yes. for the order. Yeah. Yeah. That's we'll why, see what happens. That's, that's, why, that's why we're married. We'll see what uh, happens. Okay, so at number five, I had Malibu Farms, Sunrise to Sunset by Helene Henderson. Okay. Um, purely evaluating it, evaluating it just from like a cookbook, like design aesthetic and the photography and all that stuff. I just thought it was a really thoughtful smart cookbook and you know of course i enjoyed all the stuff we made in there maybe with the exception of that poke ceviche thing um but we had a grilled salmon dish with the miso tahini sauce that was like one of the best things i ate last year mm-hmm. so and and we talked if you haven't listened to that episode already i'm touching your foot on the table <laughs> 
How's that for you? That's great. It's, you know, it's, just, just, just trying to keep just your tootsies warm. Massage I know. It. It's, it's kind of cold in our <laughs> condo right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just from a design standpoint, there was all these great flourishes. We, we talked in detail about how this book was uh, was designed and, and just the concept behind it. And I just thought it was really brilliant. Like, you could tell so much thought went into it. So I'll leave it at that. All right. Um, what'd you have for number four? Same. Okay. Her name is pronounced Helena, though. Okay. Did you, you said Helene. The, the E at the end was, was silent. <laughs> um, that salmon. I think it made you like salmon again. Or maybe for the first time. No, I we had done salmon previously. But it, this was just a whole nother level. It was delicious. Agreed. And this she she's uh, Swedish. Um, and one of the recipes in there was a chicken Swedish style meatball. Yes. And that was amazing. Uh, the the book design, like yeah. you said, was beautiful. Mm-hmm. The colors go from from dawn to dusk. It's the photography also is factored in. It there has such a great you totally get the Malibu vibe. Yep. So. Well, yeah, and so I would say this would be a good book for someone that, you know, you're not necessarily vegetarian, but you do try and eat healthy. So maybe a, a more of an emphasis on seafood and like other meats besides like pork and beef. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, for number four, I had a, a late entry. I know what this one is. Treasures of the Mexican Table, Patty Jenich. Uh, we just finished that one as at the time that this is being recorded and can't say enough great things about it. Like I really enjoyed everything. Mexican is probably one of our favorite types of cuisine mm-hmm. to eat, you know, kind of more broadly. And this one I think covers a lot of regions. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoyed that... Um, a lot of the ingredients were kind of used throughout the book, like similar ingredients. So you could, it, this was an easy book where you could kind of shop for the week and buy things like cilantro, queso fresco. Um, what, there were some other like ingredients where it was like the serrano peppers, the white onion and all that stuff would kind of end up in all these recipes that we chose and uh, everything we made, I enjoyed. Yeah. So that was that was my number four, you know, just down to the wire, just made it in. What'd you have for my number three? Yes, uh, the OTK Shelf Love by Yoda Monolenghi. Okay. So we haven't featured this yet. We've finished another it late up. entry. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say too much about it. Uh, all of his books are so completely solid and reliable and. All the flavors are so clean. Um, Actually kind of surprised that wasn't your number one. Huh. I know because I knowing that how much of a Odalengi fan you are, I figured that was kind of a, a shoe in. I think you, I don't think you'll be surprised by my number one. Though. Okay. But yeah, it's. It's amazing. Yeah. We didn't have a, a single bad dish from from the book and it's one that I would definitely revisit. Yes. Uh, for my number three, cookies, the new classics, which might seem an odd choice because I didn't bake from this at all. I just observed and, and ate the, the results <laughs> of it. 
Uh, this is by, do you know how to pronounce the last name? Because I'm going to butcher it. Zuchek. Okay. Jesse Zuchek. Um, you made seven different cookie recipes from this book. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was any that I didn't like. And, and quite a few were exceptional. So even though I didn't, you know, have any personal experience working from this book... I mean, that's like, you know, I don't think uh, you have to be a guitar player to, you know, if you saw Jimi Hendrix back in the day, you could recognize his greatness or something. Yes. You know, so um, I guess that's all I'm going to say on that. But I mean, that was a that was a great book and kind of a leap of faith you took to choose like all of your holiday cookie baking recipes from that book. And then they all turned out and they were all delicious. So, well, thank you for that. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you had to execute them, but I think it says a lot about the recipes too. And just the fact that they were like really solidly tested and, and composed mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, cause there's some, definitely some unusual flavor combinations yes. and, and unorthodox ingredients for, for cookie baking. And they all, they all worked out. Um, all right. What'd you have next? The Flavor Equation by Nick Sharma. Okay. This one came out in 2020. Um, we didn't feature it until April. Yeah, we got it a little later. Yeah. It took us a while to get our greedy hands on that one. Yeah. Um, it's very science-based, but it doesn't like beat you over the head with science. He breaks it down in, in, in a very understandable way. And he has recipes that are based on all the taste components, like sour sweet bitter umami um and the malt braised short ribs or uh malt braised braised spare ribs were my absolute favorite thing that i ate that year Mm -hmm. last year um the photos are beautiful nick i believe he took all of his own photos i know he did for season um yeah it's that such was, a great book. So that was an example of one that was in my top 10 mm-hmm. uh, that we featured last year. But as you mentioned correctly, that it came out in 2020. So, uh, yeah. Anything else on that? Nope. It was awesome. Uh, my number two is uh, Odalingi Test Kitchen Shelf Love. Uh, you you said everything I needed to say. I mean, I... Uh, the, all the recipes in that book are so thoughtfully composed and everything just kind of makes sense. Nothing feels out of place. Nothing feels unnecessary. I mean, you can really tell that a lot of thought and care went into creating all those recipes. And, uh, yeah, we, we it goes without saying, like, we enjoyed everything that we had, just like in previous Odalangi books. Um, all right, that brings us to number one. Mine was Cookies by Jesse Zuchek. Um, uh, honestly, I could have closed my eyes and picked any recipe, and I think it would have been marvelous. Um, and he has different categories in the, in the book, like savory, smoky, boozy, fruity. Um, some of them kind of crossed boundary, like crossed territories though. yeah because there was a sesame cookie that you made 
That one was a real controversial cookie, though. I know. Because it had sesame oil, mm-hmm. which gives it this like, little savory and... Some people, you know, you, like you taste it and you're like, what is that? And some people loved it. And some people were a little they're like, weird Meh. about it. Yeah. Um, and there was a, a chocolate paprika cookie, which I also felt could kind of cross over into savory territory. Sure. Um, my absolute favorite cookie that I made was a... Uh, cashew caramel cookie. Yes, they were massive. My favorite as well. Had a had a big hunk of caramel in the center, so delicious. And honestly, I I am going to try and work my way through the book because I was just in love with it. Yeah, I don't blame you. It was a great book. Um, All right, what's your number one? My number one was something we featured earlier in the year, uh, Green Feast, Spring and Summer. Really? By Nigel Slater. And it, and I kind of, it was neck and neck between this and the Odalangi book, The sh- the Shelf Love. Um, and I like them both for similar reasons because uh, when you, and this is probably about the third Nigel Slater book we featured uh-huh. second in this Green Feast series. So there was an autumn winter one that we featured last year, um, which we also loved. This one continues where that left off. And I, I was just looking and reviewing some of the dishes we made. There was a green falafel with watermelon and yogurt and it had like some pickles. And I know it wasn't See, like I was favorite. I was just thinking of that and I was like, Ugh, I didn't like that one. Yeah, at well, all. And I wrote at the time that we made it that we were kind of days after like trying to decide if we liked it or not. Yeah. Like we couldn't figure it out. But I just thought it was such an interesting combination of flavors. But then, you know, I think we're both in agreement that there was like a burrata, broccoli and lentil dish Mm -hmm. that was amazing. There was a halloumi mint and eggplant dish that we made from there. Um, But it's, you know, it's it's none of the dishes have very many ingredients at all. Nope. But everything, again, feels really thoughtful, feels like it all kind of makes sense. Um, nothing feels wasted. Uh, and Nigel Slater's writing is just a joy to read. Yes. So if you, if you haven't checked out any of his books, uh, I think Appetite is one that that really showcases his writing. Correct. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good one to start with. But I mean, you can't go wrong. He's been doing this for a long time, and it really shows in his ability to to write a good cookbook. Um. So that was it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and like we said, if you want to see the top 10, uh, go visit our blog. And if you enjoyed the show, please rank and review it. Uh, you can follow us on our socials. Uh, our Instagram is at we underscore cook underscore books. And our Facebook is at we cook books. All right. I guess this would be considered like the last joke of 21 or maybe the first joke of 22. First it's um, the first joke of 22. It's right. not 21 well, the, oh, anymore. A, you silly. Pressure's on now. All right. It's a good one. Um, do you know why Tupperware was invented? It's for people who want to wait a few days before throwing away leftovers. <laughs>
right? <laughs> at, least, at least it is in our house. You know what Tupperware, a- anytime I think of the old school Tupperware, I just think of the saw, like sauce stained. <laughs> I think that's still a common characteristic. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> figured out a way to uh, eliminate that. Uh, all right. So that's all we have for the show. Thanks for listening. 2022 is going to be a bigger year for us. Right? Sure. Lots of exciting stuff. Sure. Lots coming. All right. So, thanks Everyone, for your support. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Stay hungry. <laughs>